How's it going, guys? A very similar question shows up on one of the NVMe assessments for step one. Okay, if you're studying for step two, it's fair game. You should know this presentation. So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. Link is down below. Find me on Telegram. The links to the Telegram group and channel are down below. Now let's start the clip. 25-year-old woman. She's a three-day history of severe left flank pain. She has a history of IBD managed with multiple medications. She works as a fitness coach and takes vitamin and herbal supplements. Vitals are within normal limits. A non-contrast CT of the abdomen confirms the diagnosis, the acute diagnosis. Question wants to know the most likely explanation for this patient's acute presentation. So this is obviously urolithiasis, okay, which can refer to uretero or nephrolithiasis. She has flank pain, so this would be a kidney stone, nephrolithiasis. And non-contrast CT of the abdomen will confirm that diagnosis. So let's just walk through the answer choices here. Choice A, excessive consumption of calcium and vitamin D, wrong fucking answer, okay? So uh, it's a common myth that increased calcium can increase the proclivity for calcium urolithiasis. It's not the case, okay? It's actually the opposite to a degree, because if a patient consumes more calcium, increased intraluminal, small bowel intraluminal calcium will bind to more oxalate, thereby decreasing oxalate absorption, okay? So patients do not need to decrease calcium consumption if they have history of urolithiasis. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, Jimson weed, wrong answer. I just threw this in here to be a trolling asshole. Uh, low yield, okay, but it has shown up like maybe once. You should just be aware that if they tell you some teenager has been chewing on weeds and then gets anticholinergic side effects, okay, uh, hot, red, dry, urinary retention, medriasis, pupillary dilatation, right? That's Jimson weed. It contains atropine-like compounds, okay? Atropine is a muscarinic receptor antagonist. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, increased absorption of oxalate is the correct answer. This patient has a history of IBD, okay? I mean, that could refer to Crohn or UC. And Crohn in particular, okay? I mean, well, actually, it just will be Crohn, okay? Because that goes mouth to anus. UC is just rectum ascending. So Crohn will affect the small bowel. And uh, you can get uh, increased absorption of oxalate, okay? So uh, impaired fat Absorption in the small bowel will cause increased intraluminal chelation of calcium to the fat. That's saponification, okay? So if increased calcium is binding to fat within the small bowel lumen, there's decreased calcium available to bind to oxalate, meaning more free oxalate can be absorbed. And that is what increases the propensity for uh, calcium oxalate stones, okay? So the answer is increased absorption of oxalate. It's, it's a good answer, solid answer that you should be aware of for Crohn's disease. I'll just quickly whip through the other answer choices. Choice D, negatively biorefringent crystalline deposits. Wrong fucking answer. This refers to gout. Okay. I mean, obviously, long discussion. I'm not going to go crazy tangential on it. Um, vitamin intake. I mean, a nebulous, very vague answer. And it's fucking wrong. Okay. So, I mean, I don't really know what to say. You should just, your take home is going to be that Crohn disease can increase the proclivity for oxalate absorption. Uh, thereby precipitating a calcium oxalate urolithiasis. You know the deal. I'm going to continue to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.